أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome back to Living the Quran through the Living Quran. In this series, we've been reviewing chapter number 53, Surah Al-Najm, the chapter of the star. And in this area, we've been looking at part number 7 under the theme of the true or the sole authority. And we've been reviewing verses number 24 through to 26. As you recall from our previous discussions, we were looking at the topic of aspirations, of having goals in life of having dreams that one wishes to work towards. And we looked at some of the anecdotes about aspirations. We reviewed a tradition from the Prophet in which he uh, mentioned that really aspirations in life are a blessing because of the fact that if a person had no aspirations, let's say a a mother would never uh, feed her child, A farmer would never plant crops because they would never hope for something better to come about through their actions in the future. Today we want to look at the area of negative aspirations that has Islam ever critiqued or criticized or made it forbidden for Muslims, for people, for humanity to have certain types of aspirations or goals or desires in life. Let us start off by saying that there are some types of aspirations which have been criticized and forbidden in the Noble Quran, such as, for example, those people who wish that they had the vast amounts of wealth which Qarun, a very important historical figure in the Quran, that he possessed. So as an example, in chapter 28, Surah Al-Qasas, verse number 79, the verse says, Ya layta lana mithla ma'utiya Qarun. O would that we had the like of what Qarun is given. So God is reprimanding people to not have that form of an aspiration or a dream or a goal in life. Or for example, in another verse, the aspiration that some people have that they want to have unwarranted praise heaped upon them. And so for example, in chapter number 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse number 188, God says, يُحِبُّونَ أَنْ يُحْمَدُوا بِمَا لَمْ يَفْعَلُوا And they love that they should be praised for what they have not done. So again, we see that here people have this aspiration that people should praise them, should talk highly about them, although they have not done anything to warrant that praise or that admiration of the masses. In addition, we see that there is the aspiration that some people have that they want to be looked at as being greater than others in the society. And we see this narrated in chapter 28, Surah Al-Qasas, verse number 83, in which God says, تِلْكَ الدَّارُ الْآخِرَةَ نَجْعَلُهَا لِلَّذِينَ لَا يُرِيدُونَ عُلُوًا فِي الْأَرْضِ As for that future abode, we assign it to those who have no desire to exalt themselves in the earth, nor to make mischief. And then the verse ends where God says, And the good end is for those who guard against evil, who have taqwa. Many times in the Quran, we see that God uses the below statement. For example, in chapter number 9, Surah Tawbah, this comes twice in verse 55 and in verse 85, where it says, فَلَا تُعْجِبْكَ أَمْوَالُهُمْ وَلَا أَوْلَادُهُمْ Let not then their property, their wealth, and their children excite your admiration. Don't be amazed at people who have large 
vast sums of wealth or you know uh, uh, multiple children a big family don't let that amaze you or entice you or or you know uh, dissuade you in addition we see that god says and again this comes up at least twice in the quran one in surah al-hijr chapter 15 verse 88 and also in surah taha verse uh, surah number 20 verse 131 where God says, لا تمدنا عينيك إلى ما متعنا به أزواجا منهم. Do not strain your eyes after that. We after what we have given certain classes of them to enjoy. And by doing so, God is seeking to warn the believers that they need not look at the wealth which others have with those negative aspirations that may take root in themselves. Now, coming to the topic of irresolvable aspirations, aspirations, goals that we can never attain. On the resurrection, one of the sentences which the guilty ones will repeatedly say is, Ya Laytani, if only, I wish I hadn't done such and such an action. However, really, what benefit is there now that it is too late to do anything? Thus, we see the culpable make statements like, Ya laytani kuntu turab. Oh, would that I were dust. This is seen in chapter 78, Surah an naba verse number 40. Now, dirt, dust as we know, the ground, earth, that this has the power to take a seed planted within it and give back a plant. The dirt, the ground, has the power to take dirty water and in return, to purify that water and give it back as pure, potable water, drinkable water. However, there are some people whose entire life is full of corruption. They give nothing back positive to the society, making them even worse than dirt. In addition, in the Quran, in chapter number 25, Surah Al-Furqan, verse 27, we read, Ya Laytani, ittakhadtu ma'ar rasuli sabilan. Oh, would that I had taken away with the messenger. In addition, God tells us in verse number 25 of Surah Al-Haqqa, which is chapter number 69, Ya lam uta kitabiya. Oh, would that my book had never been given to me. In addition, in the Quran, in chapter number 89, Surah Al-Fajr, Verse number 24, we read, Ya laytani qaddamtu li hayati. Oh, would that I had, had, that I had sent before for this my life, goodness, good actions. And last but not least is in chapter number 6, Surah Al-An'am, verse 27, in which we read, Ya laytana nuraddu wa la nukadhib bi ayati rabbina. Oh, would that we were sent back and we would not reject the communications of our Lord. And so we clearly see that there are times where these aspirations, which are uh, irresolvable, they can never be attained, that people will, especially the guilty ones in specific, will actually have that remorse and regret on the day of judgment and perhaps well beyond that. They will wish that they were, for example, were dust, but it's too late for that. They would wish that they had been with the prophets of God in their lives, that they would have had a better outcome, but that would be too late. They will wish that their book of actions and their book of deeds was never given to them. However, God will ensure justice and will show us our actions in our book of deeds. 
They will wish that they had sent before themselves good actions while in the life of this world, but again it's too late for that dream. And they would wish they were sent back to earth and they would not have rejected the communications of their Lord. But again, it's too late at that point. Let us conclude this commentary today with a few takeaway messages to better appreciate this portion of Surah Al-Najm. Point number one is that do not leave the way of God with the hopes of intercession of others. As As with this thought, one will not be able to achieve either of these two goals, neither intercession nor will you reach God. Point number two is that the clearest manifestation of God's ownership will be displayed on the day of resurrection. And this is seen in the verse of the Quran in which God says that we reviewed today, Al-Akhirati wal-Ula, the next life and this world. And we understand that that is the clearest manifestation of God's ownership because he mentioned the word the next life before mentioning the life of this world. The third and final point is that not every creature, not every person, not every uh, entity has the right to intercede, nor does every creature who had acted unjustly have the right to have intercession. Rather, intercession is only for those people whom God permits, and there is no doubt that the will of God is one based on wisdom and in accordance to principles and rules. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.